Welcome to Rebecca Sounds Revely. This show is going to be something I think you and others around you are going to absolutely be able to relate to because my guest today, your guest today has spent the better part of her life, her adult life, enduring fine. Can you think about the fine of things in your life? Well, when she finally admitted that things weren't actually fine, she decided she wanted better. And she just did what many of us do. She crippled herself with excuses and she took her struggles and wore them as badges of honor. Many of us do that. And really, she's going to tell us why that this isn't okay, but she convinced herself that because of those struggles, she was destined always to just live fine. So when she finally decided to start letting go of the stories and not let her past define who she is and all of the things that she could achieve, life just became extraordinary. And this is where you come in because that's what we want to do with you is help make your life extraordinary and not let the coat of these badges keep us well, down and under. So she is a host of her own show, a motivational speaker. And with us today is Karsta Marie. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am too, because you've got a message that is so identifiable to so many people. I think we have been sort of wired from very young ages to accept things that are less than excellent. Agreed. Agreed. And I think it's very subtle. We don't even know what's happening, right? Um, in a lot of different ways where I, I just had this conversation actually with my mom the other day, we were talking about something and she's like, well, how do we, how do we change that for, you know, like my daughters, her granddaughters? And I said, letting them choose, mm -hmm. even when we don't agree. Right. I think because so often as children, adults are telling us what to do and we, we lose sight of our own intuition and our own trust in ourselves. So we start saying, okay, well, my mom says that this is what's best for me. I'm just going to go with that. Oh, my friend, you know, when we're teenagers, it's, oh, well, my friends are telling me this is what's best for me. So I'm going to go with that. And by adulthood, that's just our standard operating procedure is to look around us and say, oh, well, the Joneses down the street, you know, their grass is greener and this is how they're doing. So I better do that. And so it just becomes this constant thing. And we don't even realize it until all of a sudden, you know, like I always tell people like my life was fine. I left college. I built that picket fence life and it was fine until it wasn't. And it came crashing down. And I think unfortunately far too often, that's what happens, right? We settle for it until it just falls apart. I think a lot of people find themselves having tried to achieve or the expectation of someone else was so great mm -hmm. that we wanted to focus on pleasing that other person and pushing down the things that we thought would make us truly happy inside. Mm -hmm. And 100%. the question comes, when is it at different for different people? When is it that we come to that point when we go, I am not going to do this anymore. The challenging part of that though, is if 
a person hasn't thought about all of these things going on internally. Why, how, how did I get here? What am I going to want to do after I've identified this concern? Mm -hmm. If it's not done right, it can really leave a challenge in the person's personal relationship, works relationship and other areas, which pull them back from where they're at now. And so you have ways that you're equipping people with so that that doesn't happen. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I tell people, I, cause I'm also a coach and I, with the women I work with, I always tell them I'm here. So you don't have to go through what I went through because I did that. I waited until everything crumbled around me. And then I went on this like massive, I don't know if you watch HGTV, but I like went on this massive renovation project of my life. And it literally metaphorically speaking, tore it all down to the studs. And it's been very difficult right? Like you said, it's relationships and finances and jobs and my own personal development. Like it, it was like, I threw the baby out with the bathwater and now I'm starting all over and I want to help women or, or, or men, I suppose, um, not have to go through that big of a struggle, right? There's things that you can do to build on it a little bit every day. And, and that's where I've started to find success and momentum, at least for myself and with some of my clients that I've worked with, where, you know, finding those, getting that clarity, I think is the biggest first step. I always tell people like, okay, you spent your whole life following what everybody else says. What do you really want? And, and there's some honest conversations you have to have with yourself. And then really using that vision as sort of your GPS, your roadmap every single day to set intentions and, and to know that I'm not just because I've made this decision that I want a different life doesn't mean I'm going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be different. I have to start becoming a different person in order to build that different life. Right. I think what you're saying is so true. And that one of the most important things is when you said these small changes every day, mm-hmm. because oftentimes we think I've got to change this. And there's this drastic thing. Some people go and they'll just cut off their hair and say right. I'm a new person now. And it's not as effective as when we take the time to begin to change the habits that we've already had made along the way mm-hmm. and start placing new things in that are far more healthy and get us in a direction where we want to go. And the whole thing is really, like you said, renovating ourselves so that we know what we want to become. And that is really hard. Yeah. It's, it's very challenging, you know? And I think, like I said, I think one of the hardest things is you really have to be willing to admit to yourself first, that things aren't okay. Mm -hmm. And second, that, you know, that you were alluding to this, that I haven't maybe had habits or I haven't been the version of myself who has the life that I truly am seeking, right? I didn't live a life of someone who ran her own business. That's not who I was in the past. And so I've had to evolve and change habits and become a new version of myself. And I've had to, you know, visualize what do I envision a person like that? How do I envision them being? Who are they? What do they do? You know, what does she do every day? And how does she act? And what habits does she have? And it's almost like your own little internal research project. 
It's very I true. Guess. Yeah. Right. I'm figuring this. out that. We do this with other relationships. So as mm-hmm. an example, we're involved with a partner. And as that relationship develops, we learn everything we can about them, what they like, mm-hmm. what they don't like, what's going to please them that will make it so that we have this really cohesive thing going. Mm-hmm. And how is it going to affect our finances mm-hmm. on the things that both of us want to do together? And we, so we think mm-hmm. about all of that. And we do a lot of planning and we work on those things little, little by little, but we don't do that for our own self. And one of the things I think is very important as you're talking is not only to do this when we find ourselves in a state of where we have been at the mercy of other people for so long, but it's after we have decided and made the changes, especially through your coaching, that a few years, years down the road, we can reevaluate and see if those things are working for us now and continue yeah. to change them, if not, and grow into a way where we find where we're truly content, not just happy, but content. Right. right. And, and, you know, that's one of the things I often tell people is what is that magic word for you? Is it content? Is it because so many people, you know, I'll ask, okay, what do you want? I want to be happy. Okay, but what does that mean? Right? Let's dig a little deeper. What does happy look like for you? What? And but narrowing it down, you know, I, I just got off of a call with a client who we found out her word is impactful. That's what she wants for her life. She wants an impactful life. So really, honing in on what's that word and then using that to drive your decisions. But, you know, that's exactly what you're saying. We, we spend so much time nurturing relationships with others and we have to have a relationship with ourselves first. And I think that that's what gets lost when we see a lot of these posts or, you know, we're sort of in what I call this, like, um, self-care, self-love, personal empowerment sort of era right now. And I'm all here for it, but I think we need some clarity about, around what that means. And for me, at least, I think that that means improving your relationship with yourself, mm-hmm. learning to trust yourself, learning to listen to your intuition, um, you know, honoring your own emotions, just like you would somebody else. You know, if your spouse or your significant other or your child came to you with certain emotions you would nurture them. And we don't nurture ourselves. We try to push it down. We try to move past it. We tell our, you know, all the stories we tell ourselves. And it's because we don't have that relationship with ourselves. No. And to find out what kind of relationship we do have with ourselves, we Mm -hmm. should quiet and still for a minute and listen to what our thoughts are saying, because that's what you're doing is you're talking to yourself and everything that's going on in there is something to pay attention to and to listen and say, is that something I would tell somebody I love? Right. The question that you just asked is answered with a no, then you shouldn't be saying that to yourself either. Right. Right. And the same goes for decision-making too, right? If, if somebody came to you and asked your advice on something and you feel really hesitant about it, a lot of times we're willing to share that with other people, but it's like, we're not willing to listen to it for ourselves. It's true. Right? Like if my daughter came to me and she said, mom, you know, what do you think about X, Y, Z? And 
I will freely share my opinion with you, child. But if I go to myself and I start listening inward to, okay, well, what should I do in this circumstance? And it comes to me, my instinct is to go, "Mm, I don't know if I like that answer. We second guess ourselves all the time. Right, right. And I I just saw a quote, I don't know if it was a reel or on TikTok or something. And it was like something to the effect of, it's not that you're stuck in indecision. It's not that you don't know what to do. It's that you don't want to do what you know is right in that situation or in that circumstance. It's generally a fear-based issue Mm -hmm. because you don't want, there's something that makes you apprehensive about Mm -hmm committing to that particular, particular answer to that issue. Right. right. And And usually it's it's a lack of familiarity with what it's saying, right? Like we, we like to be comfortable. And so um, it's why so many of us get stuck. I I hate talking about diet and exercise because that's another whole can of worms we could talk on a different day, but um, it's the most common that a lot of people can relate to one of the reasons that we fall back into old habits is because they're comfortable and they're familiar. And when we get to that point of changing ourselves, right? If we're talking about transforming ourselves and and changing the way we operate and changing our habits, at some point, something is going to push you into an uncomfortable spot. And it's really easy to fall back into what was familiar to help yourself feel safe when really what you need to do is push through, you know, feel that fear it's kind of that, that quote, right? Feel the fear and do it anyways. That's really important mm-hmm. because once you've done that, it gets a little bit easier next time. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Totally gets a little bit easier next time. Absolutely. So what are some uh, little Karsten nuggets that you can share with the audience today? Ooh, so I will share my quick five tips or sort of my five steps. Okay. Uh, So the first was clarity, like I mentioned, and it's really getting, like I said, crystal, crystal clear and um, really honing in. You've got to have some honest, like I said, honest conversations with yourself about what, what is my definition of happy, you know, and I did an exercise and I I walk my one-on-one clients through the same exercise where I really ended up with this mantra. So for me, my extraordinary life is a simple, effortless life full of joy, abundance, and love. That that's what I want. That's happy to me. Okay. So clarity first, and then really setting daily intentions and not just task goals. I, I always say it's gotta be, how do you want to spend your energy today? Or how would that future version of yourself, how would she want her energy spent today? Where would she focus her, her efforts, her energy, her emotions? What does she need today? And some days, you know, like the other day, my intention was to rest. That's what I needed. You know, so how am I putting myself out in the world? How would that version of myself do that? And then breaking that down into what does that look kind of a how situation? Like if this is what I need to do today, how am I going to accomplish that? Is it, you know, planning time for rest, planning time for self-care? Is it going for a walk in nature, whatever that might be? Um, I I think that gratitude every single day, you know, I I think one of the other things that happens when we make the decision to embark on a journey like this, we'll call it, okay, is, and and I know this is what I did. It was about sprinting away 
from the life I wanted to leave behind rather than moving intentionally toward the life I wanted to create, right? It was about getting away. And I think we have to, to shift that and say, okay, I, I am grateful for these things that are present in my life now, even if as a whole, it's not what I want. Um, and then just keeping your energy aligned with, with that life you're trying to create. It's, it's about, like you were saying, those repeated habits that um, becoming of that new version. You know, I, there were a lot of things I had to strip away about my old self that are no longer serving me. But when you get rid of something old, you have to replace it with something new. So what's that new? And just reminding yourself, like, I, I can do this. I am this. If you can, I always tell people, if you can envision it, it's there for you. It's waiting for you. Most definitely. Right. Like I, I had a very, very distinct vision. Once I started on this journey of what I wanted my life to look like, sort of, I don't want to say at the end, because we're always a work in progress, but like, there's a very distinct vision I'm building towards. And I use that every single day to make choices and to remind myself like, okay, my bank account may not look how hers looks in the future, but here are things I'm doing today to move in that direction. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the last thing I always tell people, this is my, my favorite, favorite tip to give people right now at night before you go to bed, this is kind of a, it's a motivational piece to keep moving. I always say, um, I list, I, I love to journal. So like these prompts are actually, it's a a freebie that I offer to, to people. Um, and there, there'll be a link in your show notes. Um, but so these are the five prompts, these five things that I go through every day, but my favorite one, whether I actually write it down or not is right before I go to bed, I list off all of the ways intended or not that I ended up showing up as my future self, my best self, whether it's, I drank three glasses of water today instead of two, or I had one less cup of coffee today, or I went for my walk instead of watching an extra episode of Netflix, all of the ways I won that day, because the last thing you think about before you go to bed, you don't want it to be all the things you didn't do. Right. And so having that sort of uplifting moment right before you go to bed is going to motivate you to get up the next day and do it again. Super exciting. I think that you have some great nuggets there. The audience has some perfect tips and I'm really excited for them to connect with you. you. Go ahead and share some of the links that you've got. Yeah. So uh, they can find me on my website, kirstamarie.com. And there's different tabs in there. They can find me. I think that freebies on, on my website are under the coaching tab. Um, I've also on Instagram and Facebook, also some version of at Karsta Marie. I think one Instagram might be at Karsta underscore Marie, I think. Um, and the freebie is there as well. And then I also included a link for your listeners. If they want to hop on, a, there, there's a link, I think, for the actual freebie itself. And then there's also a link for a free one-on-one session. If, if any of these things kind of resonated with them and they want to dig deeper, I would recommend, you know, grab the, the freebie, like the journal prompts on a page and then um, reach out and we will dig deeper for sure. Awesome. I would love to. Awesome. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for everything that you have shared with the audience. I think that the tools and the topics on each different 
level that we talked mm-hmm. about. We're just scratching the surface. And this is a great opportunity for all of the audience to really reflect and see the different ways that they can make their life better. And I appreciate everything that you've done to share that. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you for having me. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in to another episode of Rebecca Sounds Reveille. Take a few moments after the show, or and if you're listening during times where you can't get to a quiet place later on today and start reflecting on some of the things that you've heard today. You might have to replay the show a couple of times to go back and see some of the light bulbs that went off that are going to allow you to make changes in a healthier way for you. And all the, everything that you're doing, although they seem small at first, the ripple effect on every relationship and everything going on around you is going to be huge. Thanks for watching and definitely get this out there to everybody you know and everybody you don't. Thanks for tuning in.